Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten, Executive Editor of Bank Info Security and CU Info Security. I recently caught up with the PCI Council to discuss the impact recent retail breaches, namely Target, were likely to have on card security enhancements, as well as to answer questions about how PCI may have failed to prevent breaches that ultimately exposed card data. Bob Russo, the PCI Security Standard Council's general manager, was on the call and took time to answer all of my questions about PCI compliance, alleged gaps in PCI mandates, and how recent breaches could actually work to enhance card security. What Russo would not talk about, however, were weaknesses in existing encryption standards, such as Triple Des, the increasing role card brands such as Visa, MasterCard, Discover, and American Express should play in ensuring stronger PCI compliance among merchants, and what role, if any, trade associations such as the National Retail Federation and the Financial Services Roundtable should and could play in enforcing ongoing PCI compliance among retailers and vendors. Here is the interview with Bob Russo. In the wake of recent POS-related breaches, such as those suffered by Target, Neiman Marcus, and perhaps the arts and crafts store chain Michaels, more attention is being paid to the alleged failures of PCI security standards. Here, Bob Russo, General Manager of the PCI Security Standards Council, responds to recent industry criticisms and reviews steps the PCI Security Standards Council is taking to address emerging retail security risks. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. Bob, as I noted in the introduction, in the wake of some of these recent breaches that we've seen at retailers, PCI, of course, has come under scrutiny. Why is that? Sure. Hi, Tracy. Uh, you know, anytime there's a breach, it really shines a spotlight on payment security. And, you know, certainly it's global impact on the ongoing challenge that we are having protecting cardholder data. And as the body that develops and manages the standard for payment card security, we're sort of at the forefront of this challenge. Uh, simply put, uh, the PCI standards really is an excellent line of defense against criminals who are seeking to steal this payment card data. And while several recent high-profile breaches, as you mentioned, have occurred and captured the nation's attention, great progress really has been made over the past seven years in securing payment card data through really a collaborative cross-industry approach that we take, and we continue to build on the way that we protect this data on a day-to-day basis. So, Bob, what concerns or questions are you hearing from retailers as they relate to PCI and overall card security? Well, certainly cardholder data continues to be uh, the target of hackers. I hate to use the word target, but it does continue to be a big target. Um, And what we see from the most recent industry breach forensics reports is that retail is probably the number one target these days for criminals. A lot of the conversations and questions we're seeing are around EMV chip technology and if or how this can prevent these large-scale breaches. So EMV chip is an extremely effective method of reducing counterfeit fraud in face-to-face payment environments. Uh, and provides protection against lost or stolen fraud cards uh, when it's deployed with PIN. But securing payments really doesn't start and end with EMV. EMV chip is an authentication technology that reduces fraud at the point of sale, not really an all-encompassing data security technology. And that's why the PCI security standards support the development of the EMV chip technology in conjunction with the PCI standards as really a multi-layered approach to protecting consumers' uh, payment card data. And this includes uh, the use of technologies that reduce the amount of 
cardholder data in circulation and offer additional security protections such as point-to-point -point encryption now and tokenization as well. Um, and these solutions certainly provide methods for devaluing the card data to make it, you know, hopefully useless to criminals and also eliminate uh, unnecessary storage of this data at the merchant's uh, site as well. What about the perspective of banking institutions? What are you hearing from bankers? Well, you know, with uh, payment card uh, data compromise, everybody loses. The retailer, the banks, the consumer, the card brands. So banks are, you know, certainly concerned with ensuring that this information is kept safe and that the uh, customers and business partners they're working with are doing everything that they can uh, to secure the transaction process. Again, you know, right now, given there is a lot of discussion around EMV chip and how different technologies can be deployed to devalue the data as part of that multi-layered strategy for protecting data and preventing compromise across all the different acceptance channels. So we have a number of banks and financial organizations that are active participants in the work that we do here at the Council, including you know, developing our standards process. And the PCI standards certainly are developed and updated with their input. You know, they provide the baseline for this multi-layered uh, approach to securing this data. Bob, how is the Council working to appease both retailers and bankers while also ensuring consumer protection needs are addressed? That's a tough job. So protecting consumer data is at the heart of what the mission is here uh, at the Council, you know, which is certainly creating standards uh, to keep that payment card data secure. We believe businesses following these standards as the basis for their security programs are probably best positioned to keep their customers' data safe. Uh, our focus continues to be around taking the uh, feedback that we get from all of our constituents, including the banks, and the retailers and using it to continue to develop and update standards that organizations across different industries and different geographies can use as a baseline of uh, security best practices for protecting that card data. For example, based on this input, uh, the PCI security standard version 3.0 that we just released addresses key challenge areas such as the lack of education and awareness, passwords, third-party security, and with changes that are aimed at providing the right balance of flexibility and rigor, uh, as well as being consistent in the standard to help organizations make payment security part of their business as usual activity. Bob, how have recent breaches spurred the PCI Security Standards Council to do more? And when I say more, I mean, are there discussions regarding enhancements or perhaps addendums to the just released version 3.0 of the standard? Yeah, well, you know, it's important to remember that uh, the PCI DSS is a set of controls that really provides layered security. So no single requirement or product really is going to be a silver bullet here. It's, it's sort of a defense in-depth approach that's really critical to making sure that this data is secure. So we're constantly working with the industry stakeholders uh, to enhance these standards. And, you know, the recent releases of 3.0 really reflects many of those updates. For example, breach reports were indicating that POS security and secure payment applications, development, password management, uh, working with third parties and malware were key problem areas. And we responded with updates to the standard with the aim of providing just the right balance of flexibility, rigor, and consistency in the standards to help these organizations secure this data and make security part of their day-to-day -day work 
additionally, we're continuing to work on standards uh, for use of these different technologies that reduce the amount of cardholder data in circulation and offer additional security protections. And I mentioned earlier, point-to-point -point encryption and tokenization certainly are two of those. And, you know, and these solutions provide methods for really devaluing that card data and making it useless to criminals. Also eliminates you know, unnecessary storage of the data uh, on the merchant system as well. So the industry is out ahead of this looking for ways to keep improving the PCI standards to protect consumers' uh, payment card data. And we believe that the PCI standards are you know, really a strong defense against these data breaches. There, there's nothing in the current publicly available information that tells us that the standards need to be changed at this point. Bob, this is a difficult question to ask, but one that I have to ask anyway. Would you say that PCI is failing, or is it just that retailers, integrators, and assessors are failing to adequately comply? But, you know, comply is a tough word. This is really not about compliance. It's really about good security, and ultimately, good security leads you to compliance. So, you know, as the most recent industry forensic reports indicate, the majority of the breaches uh, happening are a result of some kind of breakdown in security basics, poor implementation, poor maintenance of controls. And the PCI standards cover these security controls. Incidents like these really highlight the need for businesses to build security into their day-to-day -day or business-as-usual practices. Uh, in the case of the PCI standards, this is especially important you know, that it does not become, you know, a once-a-year event like people think of when they think of compliance. So when the compliance assessment is due, they study for the test, if you will, rather than making this part of the daily business as usual. So that's what we're trying to get them to realize that needs to be done right now. And what about the obligations of point-of-sale hardware providers? Where can and should they do more to ensure ongoing PCI compliance? There's really no formal obligations from PCI, but we certainly encourage that they have all payment capture mechanisms validated under our PCI PIN transaction or PTS security requirements and support the secure configurations of those. Specifically, we're encouraging them to build devices to new PIN transaction or PTS standards, and by new I mean the 4.0 requirements that we recently released, which uh, you know, has enhanced security built-in, PTS secure reading and exchange of data, as an example, or as we call it, SRED-capable devices. And SRED encrypts cardholder data and to encourage merchants really to use PCI point-to-point -point encryption uh, solutions in conjunction with these SRED devices that encrypt at the swipe. And what would you say the implications are for Windows managed devices with the expiration, of course, of XP nearing? Well, in terms of PCI, the, the PCI DSS requirements 6.1 and 6.2 address the need to keep the systems up to date with vendor-supplied security patches in order to protect systems from known vulnerabilities. Uh, where operating systems are no longer supported by the vendor, uh, or OEM or developers' security patches might not be available to protect the systems from known exploits, and these requirements would not be able to be met, obviously. Bob, would you say that we're asking too much of retailers where security is concerned? Well, you know, the cyber criminals that we're seeing out there are relentless, and more importantly, they're innovative. 
and we in the security space need to you know be the same in our defenses. Recent breach highlights the need for businesses, as I said, to build security into their business as usual practices. And in the case of the PCI standards, that's especially important uh, that this really doesn't become a once-a-year event, as I said earlier, when a compliance assessment is due, but rather a daily occurrence. When we take a step back and we look at Target's breach, we actually see that there could be some positive benefits from what's happened here. How could Target's breach actually work to enhance PCI compliance? And would you say as a result of Target's breach that more merchants are updating their POS hardware, or are they expected to? Anytime there's a breach, there's an opportunity for organizations to evaluate their security programs. So, you know, the fact that this is being highlighted on a day-to-day -day basis has got everybody thinking about it. And the strength of the uh, PCI standards, you know, really is this multi-layered approach. Um, as we move towards people thinking about EMV now, you know, you can shore up defenses to keep your intruders out, and you can manage the situation quickly if you see an intrusion. In addition, the requirements for POS security ensure that the secure terminals with added protection you know, for memory scraping are available in the market. So as people begin to retool and think about uh, updating their POS devices, they should really look to our lists and uh, see if they can uh, pick one of the terminals that has been certified as PCI compliant, especially in light of the fact that you know, some of these are old legacy terminals that they may be using. As they re-terminalize, they want to look you know, for the latest and greatest and they should look to our list for you know, version 3 and version 4 terminals. And finally, Bob, before we close, are there any final thoughts that you'd like to share with our audience about risk assessments or stronger enforcement of PCI compliance? Well, you know, I mentioned earlier that a big part of this is really education, and the lack of education and awareness was one of the key areas that was cited in forensic reports leading to compromises. You know, in thinking specifically about your audience, there's definitely an opportunity for banks and acquirers to be educating their merchants, uh, specifically around the importance of protecting that cardholder data, and to understand what their responsibilities really are and ways in which they can reduce that cardholder data footprint. Bob, I'd like to thank you again for your time today. My pleasure. Thank you. Again, we've just heard from Bob Russo of the PCI Security Standards Council. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.